Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. I am so glad to have you with me. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are back today with Tiffany Boyd. We've had a great time talking with you this week, Tiffany, and the encouragement that you're bringing, uh, just the truth that you're bringing about the public schools and what's going on with them. Uh, But first, before we roll back into our conversation, I want to tell you again about CTC Math. They are a fantastic math curriculum. If you guys have not tried them out, go to ctcmath.com. You can do a free trial with them. They are great. We have used CTC Math with our girls for um, quite some time now, actually, and they've been sponsoring this podcast for um, several years now, several seasons, and we are very grateful for them. So download your free trial, ctcmath.com. And also, wherever you're listening to this, please share this episode with your friends. We would really appreciate that. Tiffany Boyd, thank you for joining us again today and for being with us this week. Thank you. Absolutely. So we... Yeah, well, it's an honor to have you. Um, You are the founder of a Facebook group called Free Your Children, and we will put links to that in the show notes. If you guys have not yet jumped on that Facebook page, go on there. She's got so much great information about why we need to free our children. Like what, what's the whole point? What, what does that even mean? And we talked about her being a public school teacher previously and just, um, you know, the things that are going on in the public school system. And we talked about critical race theory and comprehensive sex ed, and those are, and evolution, those are some of the kind of hot topics. But there are some things that are happening in the public schools that we often don't talk about. And I think they tend to get neglected and forgotten unless you're a family who's really actually dealing with these issues. And I know many, many, I mean, thousands of parents have brought their kids home because of issues such as bullying. And um, so I want you to talk about some of the other issues that parents are facing and that kids are facing today in government schools? Yes, I recently shared some information because, you know, one of the buzz words that you hear all the time in regards to homeschooling is socialization. Right. (laughs) And so I was recently in a forum uh, with a group of people, and I think it was in response to an article, and I don't exactly remember the title of the article, but basically someone had commented and said, uh, I would never homeschool my children because they would miss out on socialization. So my response to that person was, do you think the type of socialization that they receive in the public school system is beneficial? And then I shared, you know, a plethora of statistics about, you know, bullying um, in public schools and how that has affected and continues to affect, you know, so many children. And it knows no demographics, you know, across the, the, the nation. Right. Um, and, and how detrimental that is. And it is, um, you know, one of the main causes of teen suicide. You know, how many articles and news reports and, and, um, videos have you seen, you know, where the parents unfortunately come on and their child has taken their life and they've taken their life because Mm -hmm. they've been bullied. And so the statistics don't lie. So over on my Free Your Children page, I've shared a lot of that information about the statistics on bullying um, and how, you know, the majority of that bullying does take place, unfortunately, in a school setting. It just does. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and then not even bullying. I mean, a lot of this leads to physical altercations. And I share yeah. that information over on Free Your Children as well. I mean, there are, you know, statistics after statistics and, and actual reports, you know, where physical altercations have, you know, taken place. 
And it's it's terrible because I tell parents, and oftentimes I'm surprised. Well, I don't know why I'm surprised, but it still surprises, surprises me to this day. When I see parents say, my children were bullied for the whole school year or my children were bullied all through elementary school. And I just want to encourage parents if your child is in a situation where they're being bullied in, in the school system, get them out. Yeah, It's our job as a parent to protect them. And so uh, they shouldn't, that's not okay. It's not okay for your children to be abused, by, yeah. whether it be by their peers mm-hmm. in a school environment or the teachers uh, or, or the professionals, you know, that are there employed by the school. And I've also shared information um, for your children about that as well. And the statistics when it comes to uh, child abuse perpetrated at the hands of people that adults that are supposed to be there to teach and protect your children and um, sexual abuse is on the rise, you know, among uh, educators. And one reason for that is because of, you know, cell phones. And so that's increased because teachers can communicate or educators um, can communicate with students privately without the parents for the most part, you know, knowing what's going on. And that's just reality. I mean, even though we don't want to hear that, and I'm not in any way saying that every educator is an abuser or that every person that's employed by the school system is a pedophile. I'm not saying that at all. I have friends, wonderful friends who are wonderful people that teach, you know, in the school system, but the statistics don't lie. And, you know, us not addressing it doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. Uh, and it's a it's a huge problem. It really is. Yeah, yeah. It's I think more of a problem than a lot of parents realize because one of the statistics I saw that you had posted it says only twenty percent of students who are bullied notify mm-hmm. um, adults. And yeah. I I don't think I've ever shared this before, but I was actually bullied in seventh grade. I went to private school my pretty much my entire life except for seventh grade. Don't know why it was that year, but for some reason, my parents decided to put me in in a public school. I think I probably even asked to be in public school. I can't remember. Um, but there, I, I was kind of a private Christian school. Um, I wasn't a snob, but kind of, you know, prissy, you know, I was, I was like, (laughs) I was a very girly girl and, you know, and, um, and so I went to this public school and it was partly into the year. I want to say it was probably the um, second half of the first semester. Mm-hmm. And this girl, Maria, I won't say her last name. <laughs> She's probably not listening, but <laughs> I won't say her last name. Um, she just decided she didn't like me. There was no reason. She didn't know me, but she just decided she didn't like me. Yeah. And she would terrorize me and she bullied me and she would, she never touched me, but she would threaten me. Yeah. Pretty much on a daily basis. Yes. And this there's kind of a funny ending to this story, actually. I, I had told a friend of mine who mom who told her mom and her mom was friends with my mom and told my mom, but I never told my mom because I didn't want my mom to get involved and I thought it would make matters worse, which is why most kids don't tell their parents. Right. And um so this went on for quite some time. My mom went to the school. They called Maria and her friends in who were bullying me. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, threatened with some kind of tr- trouble, which made it worse. Right. Yep. And it was horrible. I mean, I was terrified to go to school. I that hated sounds familiar. going to school. I it had was, a yeah. similar experience, same scenario. The children, you know, the, and it, around the same age, too, yeah. um, were called into the office. It made it worse. Um, yeah. 
it, it happens. It's very common. It's it's a it's a terrible feeling as yes. the child who's being yes. bullied. <laughs> so I found out years later, literally probably twenty years after this had happened. One day she just left me alone. She and her mm -hmm. friends left me alone. And I was like, okay, I guess somebody got through to them. Well, that somebody who got through to them was my mom. Yeah. My mom actually went to, now you have to understand my mom was born and raised in New York, in Brooklyn, oh. New York. <laughs> you don't mess with my mom. And so she went and she actually found this girl, Maria, after school one day. She asked people like, where's Maria, you know, such uh -huh. and such, found her. And she said, you will not speak to my daughter again. You will not threaten her. And if you do, I will deal with you personally. She'll probably get arrested for that now, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, 35 years right, ago. Right. Well, and, and, you know, and then that goes on, I was a bus rider, um, for, Oh yeah. Yeah. And so Yikes. if I tell a story about or tell multiple stories about what occurred on the bus. Yeah. You, we, you probably wouldn't even be able to air your podcast. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's just so many levels right. of, of um, abuse. And a lot of people don't realize either that schools are legally allowed to self-report violent crimes. And so there's no Clary Act for children in grades K through 12. And so uh, there's a huge... Um, problem with underreporting. And so there's really no way of for parents to know exactly how much violence or crime is even occurring. Yeah. What's Clary Act? I'm not familiar with that. It, it's an act that was, um, and, and I don't want to say the specifics of it because I'm afraid that I'll totally destroy what the okay. actual <laughs> act says, but it was instituted uh, to protect students on college campuses. Oh, okay. and, and so against violent crimes, okay. but, um, we don't have that for grades K through 12. Oh, and so, um, there's a, a website that you can go to. Um, and again, I've shared this information over on for your children multiple times because okay. most parents don't realize that schools are allowed to self-report. Um, and they don't realize there's not a Clary Act and I don't have it at my fingertips or I would read you what the Clary Act actually is, but, yeah. um, there's no way to know, you know, there, there are, I mean, I know of instances where students have brought guns to school. It has not been reported mm -hmm. by administration, you know, to the police, you know, sure. you know, they don't want to be on the news. Exactly. And, yeah. and they don't want that going down statistically right. as associated with their school. And right. so they're allowed by law to self-report. And I think that is, in my opinion, how the uh, Loudoun County School District, you know, with, all that that happened with the students that were assaulted, you know, in the restroom and, you know, everyone wonders how that kind of went under the radar. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there's lots of things that go under the radar and happen in schools that aren't brought to the general public sure. uh, attention. So is self-reporting, does that mean that the school basically like makes a note of it and then tucks it into their filing cabinet that no one ever sees? If they make a note. If they make a note. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. What would you do if you were forced to 
actually defend your family from harm. Could you do it? Join us in Nevada this coming March at Front Sight for the Constitutional Defense course hosted by Rick Green. Rick offers a unique combination of constitutional and firearms training you won't find anywhere else. And he's offering an incredible discount for Schoolhouse Rocked listeners. Join us at Front Sight March 13th through 15th. Register at schoolhouserocked.com defense. That's schoolhouserocked.com defense. We are back with Tiffany, and uh, I want to talk about one last thing. We have a few minutes left, and I want to talk about school choice because this is something that you're very passionate about. I know it's a you know hot topic button for people all over the nation, and and every state is a little bit different when it comes to school choice mm-hmm. and government involvement. We are from California, and when you know we've been gone now for five years, and so I'm, I don't know exactly what it's like, but I imagine it's pretty much the same as when we left. But when we were in California, charter schools were a huge thing because parents wanted the freedom to be able to choose to homeschool. But then the government came in and very cleverly said, yes, you can homeschool and we'll even give you money to homeschool. We'll pay you per student X amount of dollars per year. And that money is so enticing to parents. And what we've been, you know, shouting from the rooftops for years and years is it's a Trojan horse, people. You cannot allow the government to have any say yes. in your homeschool. It, it Nothing is, nothing comes for free. Nothing, especially, especially government money. Yes. It's not free. There are always strings attached. Mm-hmm. And so I know it's different where you are in Tennessee and it's different, you know, here in, in, um, Oklahoma, where I am anyway, there is one charter school that I'm aware of, but it's not a big thing like it was in California. Um, And I know it's not just charter schools, but school choice in general. So talk about this a little bit, because I know that you're very passionate about it. Yes. um, It's not oftentimes that I find myself going up against our conservative politicians and their Mm -hmm. platforms, but the majority of conservative politicians in our area tout school choice. ESAs, vouchers. And one of my taglines has become what the government funds it runs. And Mm. I say that often to people. And um, it's interesting that you brought up that you're from California and the issues that you've noticed with charters, because here in Tennessee, uh, we have had, we like to say, a mass exodus of people exiting California and moving into our area. Our our neighbors uh, that live beside us right now recently moved from California and we love them to death. We have lots of um, new members in our homeschool community and our local support group that have moved from California and other school choice states. Yeah. And um, they have shared their testimonials about how negatively school choice impacted their freedoms, their homeschool freedoms. And so um, I speak about that a lot. And I always say that school choice uh, what it does is it it usurps our freedoms because you're exactly right what the government funds it runs and whenever private schools or home schools take that money from the government then you play by their rules they right. tell you what to teach how to teach it if you look at any voucher legislation the the majority if not all of it includes the catchphrase approved materials right and so those approved materials are approved by them the government right. Right. And so, you know, I tell people all the time what, you know, every, the, the I guess the whole defense for those that 
think that they want school choice is that um, it allows people to be able to choose, you know, to educate their children how they want to. But what they don't realize is anytime you accept money from the government, it's not it doesn't come with freedom. And right. they prove that, you know, over and over. So I tell people taking money from the government that you say has already messed up the educational system, <laughs> taking money from a broken system to fix a broken system is not going to work. And it doesn't right. work. And we know it doesn't work. Uh, but what it does is it threatens. I always have said that once a private school accepts government monies, it's no longer private. Right, right. Because, you know, then the government tells them what to do. Yeah, exactly. And I know, I know, because I've talked to so many of you, I know that many of you are sitting there thinking, but, you know, my charter school, you know, leader, teacher, you know, whatever you want to call them, um, they allow me to choose whatever curriculum I want to choose. And they'll allow me to teach what I want to teach. But it's actually in their, I, I, I mean, would you call them bylaws, rules? I don't know what you'd call them. They're rules that you cannot teach. If, if you're getting government money, you are not allowed, according to their rules, to teach a Christian biblical yeah. worldview curriculum. Mm -hmm. It's not allowed, at, right. at least not in any state that I've, I know it's not allowed in California. And I know parents will say, well, you know, we can do it anyway. And, and, and I mean, I remember talking to friends and they would say, well, we're not allowed to turn in that schoolwork because we're not allowed to teach that, but we teach it anyway. And then they would have their kids fill out a science worksheet from a different secular curriculum and they would turn that in as their classwork uh -huh. and you call it what you want but i don't think that's honest right because you're right. you're you're not living by the rules right and if you feel the, that you have to do that you already know that you don't have the freedom to do what right you do. what you I what mean, you truly you're, want you're to just do starting around the rules <laughs> right right <laughs> so you know that's and and i know you know and you hear people say well that's our money you know we should right get that money back. And well, actually it isn't your money because once you pay that money in, it belongs to the government. Now, what they're really saying is, is there needs to be tax reform, which I sure. totally agree with. Um, but I don't think because it's been proved time and time again, that taking money from the government to be used um, within the public school, uh, the private school system or homeschools yeah. is effective. And it's certainly not a good idea when it comes to protecting our liberties. And I hate to see, you know, our pioneer homeschool families work so hard yes, um, to be able to make homeschooling legal for us to have the freedoms to teach our children the way that we want to teach them. Right. And I would hate to see us go backward instead of forward. And yes. listen, homeschooling is getting, tons of attention because there's been yep. a mass exodus of the public school system. So we are under the microscope like yeah. we have never been before. Yes. And I personally feel like this is one way that they can put their thumb on us. Yes. Uh, if they can get homeschool families to accept monies, then mm -hmm. that gives them a foot in the door uh, for overreach. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And I want to say something on this as well. We, we are a family who lives on an incredibly tight and very, 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 very small budget. We don't have money to buy expensive curriculum for our kids and go on all the field trips and do the music lessons and the dance lessons and all the things that are, are offered to you through taking government money. I understand that that's very enticing, but as Christians, we must understand that God provides exactly what we need. Mm 
when we need it for our children. And so I don't feel like my girls have missed out because they haven't been able to take music lessons or they haven't, you know, I mean, if they really want to play music, you can actually find YouTube videos. I know it's not the same, you know, or, you know, maybe they can get it as a Christmas gift next year or, or some, you know, a birthday gift. There are ways around it and there you you have to trust that God is going to provide for you. I have been in awe of how God has provided for us. There's been many times where people will say, hey, I've got this whole curriculum. I'm not using it. Could you use this for your girls? And it'll be exactly the curriculum that I'm looking for. Absolutely. And most homeschool families are all in the same boat. Right. So you will find, you know, and I just recently wrote an article about this very thing, the real cost of homeschooling. Yes. Um, A lot of people assume that homeschool families come from a place of privilege. Well, I don't know any homeschool families that come from a place of privilege. They've all made major sacrifices uh, to be able to homeschool their children. And I'm not just speaking about, uh, you know, uh, a nuclear family, meaning uh, a a mom, you know, dual parent family. We have tons of homeschool families in our local um, community that are single parents, whether it be a single mom, a single dad, we have homeschool moms who are physically disabled. We have homeschool, uh, families that have chronic health conditions, multiple children. Um, none of they work from home, uh, dual working families, you know, that homeschool their children, uh, single parents that homeschool their children and they work, you know? Yeah. And so, that's the thing. Most homeschool families have, most homeschool have a huge network. Yes. Um, and so within that network, there's always people that are willing to help and help yes. you be able to successfully homeschool. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that I also think that that should be a mission of the church, the local I mean, church yes. as well. Um, and that local churches need to do more to help families that feel biblically called. Mm-hmm to homeschool their children, to meet their needs, whatever those Amen. may be, um, to help them um, help their children exit the yeah. government school system. Yes. Amen. Well, and pray about it. You know, I, I want to challenge those listening. Um, if you are taking government money, pray that the Lord would make it clear to you um, what that really is all about um, and and um, that you would just know what you're getting yourself into. It might seem really innocent and like a really, really great idea, but again, nothing comes at a price and, uh, or without, yeah. you know, a price tag. And, um, as you said, I mean, there are people who are after homeschoolers right now who are doing everything they can to prevent parents from having the freedom to homeschool their kids. And so the more money we pour into the system, the more money they have to fight against us. And, um, and that's a scary thing. I think people just don't realize what they're doing. And so trust the Lord. He's, he is faithful always. He will provide everything that you need to educate your kids. Um, but government money is not one of those things that, um, that I think is a good idea for homeschoolers. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Thank you, Tiffany, so much for joining me this week. It has been a pleasure talking with you and having you with us. Thank you for your encouragement and just for helping to open the eyes of parents. I know these things are hard to hear and that parents don't always want to hear the things that they need to hear. Um, you know, as humans, we don't want to hear the hard things sometimes, but we need to be doing what's best for our children. We need to stop putting them on the front lines of this battle and bring them home. As Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 tells us, we need to be armoring up our kids at home, teaching them truth, teaching them the word of God so that they can then go out as adults onto this battlefield and be able to fight this battle with confidence. So thank you so much, Tiffany. Thank you guys for listening. If you have not yet watched Schoolhouse Rocked, the movie, go to Schoolhouse Rocked 
www.thepowerhousemedia.com. Get all the information there that you need to watch it. DVDs will be out soon. I know many people have been asking about that. They're coming. They're going to be here just within the next couple of months, and we are excited to get those into your hands. So thank you for being patient as we have been um, working on manufacturing those DVDs. I mean, we're not doing it in our home, <laughs> of course. I don't know how to make a DVD, but the manufacturing company is working on those, and we're very excited to make those available. So thank you again. Have a great rest of your day, and we will be back with you next week with another fantastic guest. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.